where, where are we? It's like everything's been destroyed. Everything's... It's, it's the future. The future? Don't the you dark remember? Future. How can I remember the future? Is that even a thing? Kyle, I think I know what's happening here. Listen, you're not quite used to what's happened. We shouldn't have recorded that episode about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Everything changed after that. Every city is ruins. Nothing's left. There's bugs everywhere. Big bugs! So many uh, bugs. Yeah, those mosquito eaters, they're like, they don't do anything, but they're not pleasant to look at. And there's weird homeless guys standing on my car offering me bad things. Bad, bad things. It's just you and me and you and Joe Latruglio. <laughs> Wrong look, guy? Wrong guy, but he's here. Wrong guy, but he's here. He's here. We live in a society. <laughs> we do indeed. Merc, it's all a matter we of do. perspective. In this world, those bad things are very, very good things. Are we Are we in movie Mexico? Because it's very orange. <laughs> hey, it's Guillermo del Toro. I feel Hi, like guys. he does Hi, Guillermo del Toro. He'd be seen nowhere near this. He would never be here. something in there is or is there not i really i, I, don't, I don't know if there is something in there. you're right no what we need to do is talk for 20 minutes about an arrow talk about green arrow who was also secretly in the movie he was lois's shoes <laughs> and you know what he's never been happier yeah he is a nasty nasty man no one with facial <laughs> hair like that doesn't have a foot fetish oh no which, that's fine uh, if you have a foot fetish. It's, it's not fine. fine if you have facial hair like that. That's a problem. Oh, it does make him quiver. Uh, uh, the sick part is I want to leave it in. That's, that's what, what he said. said. <laughs> oh, no. This is a nightmare. This may appear to be only monkey business. But in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Excelsior! Better than any of the stuff we tried to rehearse. <laughs> exactly. Let's begin! Yep. First of all, who Some are we? total idiots. I assume we're in the episode. Oh, I thought that part was getting cut. There's nothing getting cut. In fact, we're just going to do extra stuff and add it in later. You can't get anything. I'm Bry. I'm Merc. And I'm Kyle. So uh, we, we have news to get to. That would be the natural next thing you would do when you're making an episode of a show, but instead, let's just kind of mess around here for like an hour. I want to I wanna character build and world build. That. And then the news happens, and then you're like, oh, sounds... what's going on? You realize you're halfway through the episode, what Great. should be an episode, and then you're just getting to the news, and you're like, how long is this episode going to be? And then you realize you're trapped here forever. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the... All right. 
news show. <laughs> <laughs> Current Zero News Flash. Hey, welcome to the news. Let's start off with actual comic book news, which Whoa. we often never do. Um, specifically Marvel. Um, Disney, as we know, over the past number of years, has been buying up properties left, right, and center. Um, it, like Conan was purchased from Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dark Horse. Uh, Fox has been purchased uh by disney and it also includes like several franchises uh which are included in that um alien being one of them and alien uh also under for the comics the dark horse franchise sorry dark horse um they're coming out with a new alien book which i believe is as of this recording is this week or next week or something i i didn't have enough energy to look that up sorry everybody but Apology accepted. Uh, <laughs> what else is coming out? What else is one of these properties that was acquired is Predator. That's another Fox property and another Dark Horse <laughs> property. Sorry, Dark Wait, Horse. Wait, so Alien and Predator uh, like share a same common universe? They should really do something together. That would be good. Somehow. That would be an interesting concept. Yeah. 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 As a book. Um, not, not, well, not they like are now being be brought into... I believe Marvel proper. Um, so just announced Ed Bryson oh and Kev Walker are doing a predator series this June. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm assuming they're eventually going to connect somewhere with the regular Marvel universe, but um, specifically the storyline, it is a woman whose family was killed by a predator and she vows revenge and she flies the spaceways to get it. So that's the basic premise of that. Is it in the future or? Um, yes. Sure. I don't I'm, know. The future I hate pre- I hate predators. A predator shot my dad. But I'm a good <laughs> predator. I'm a good predator and we need to team up. I don't think I'm going to get over this. Now I'm a super predator. Is this the plot of and Bright? I- did I just do the plot of Bright? <laughs> yeah, you did. Never do the plot of Bright. Oh, rookie mistake. No, not a bright idea. No. I'll kill you. <laughs> uh, that is kind of, yeah. That's it's, it's weird to think about. I mean, like, both Alien and Predator, Alien specific has, like, kind of a pretty long comic history at this point, and it's, they've done crossovers yeah. with a lot of different things, and now you're never going to see any of that ever again. You're gonna, they're going to cross over with Marvel and Star Wars, and you're going to love it. Maybe the Muppets one time. Doesn't that sound crazy? But Batman? No. Never again. Well, I mean, we'll always have that fan film. So if you do want to get those comics, though, these comics that are coming, you better get them very soon. That's right, I said it. Because it's been noticed that uh, DC might be making a a move to raise the price of comics again. Which is an event we all live in fear of, I think. I mean, if you buy them. Um, I can't imagine anyone would be more drawn to not pay for them anymore if they just keep going up and up and up uh <laughs> they gotta but, pay for hbo max somehow come yeah, on yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah this is where you're what you're <laughs> never mind i'm not gonna say it nope no don't say it nope save all of those feelings no. for later if only there was another cost-cutting measure they could do like make less comics Ooh. for more money though perhaps 
so Infinite Frontier mm. happened. They kind of, kind of their current relaunch, like you said, they kind of trimmed a lot of stuff they were putting out, but, um, so the, some of them had increased price pick counts. Then they sort of floated that first with Batman, which I'm pretty sure is like their number one seller forever. Uh, the main yeah. Batman title. So it's a 22 page lead story with an eight page backup strip, like story. So it has like kind of a, a backup feature, which has happened a lot in comics over the years. It's a, Good practice that's gone back a very long time. Uh, and Joker number one had the same situation that they just launched, like, big to-do about it. So it's, like, 30 story pages, and the price point was, like, $5 US. Which, you know, with an exchange $17 rate... $17 Canadian. Yeah, you know, with an yep. exchange rate in Canada, that uh, that can get a little into sting territory. Um, there goes a paycheck. Yep. Exactly. But, so now, Batman 109 and Joker number three and four coming out in June... Are five ninety nine US with no additional content, so it's going up a dollar for like for the two books that they're specifically pushing like the hardest because these are the ones that they're going to expect they're going to sell the most of, and they're like here's here's two issues or two or three issues, yep. and now the price goes up like mid story probably. <laughs> Which, well, yeah, it's it's your loss leader approach of like yeah, hey, do you like this? Everybody loves this here, and it's it's for a fairly inexpensive price. Uh, you like it? It's going to be a little more expensive now. Exactly. I mean, that's not unlike the practice that that Image did for a long time. I don't know if they still do it, where like first issue a oh. dollar. Yeah, but but there's a difference between Image doing They've it. They've done that where with their trades as well. The trades, like their trades, are like ten bucks the, for the number volume one, and then every for, other for, volume for goes trade. up like you know, like five bucks or something more. Like it's the same amount of content, but they want to hook you on the first one, which is, yeah. Like, I, I don't think that the same practice, I get, it. I get it, but this feels like a particularly sneaky example. I do mm. the same thing when I sell crack. Well, okay. That's true. You do do that. You know what? First, it's effective. first couple of bags. It's effective, yep. but it's one of those nice reminders. It's like, oh yeah, they're not, they're not. Again, it's a loss leader. They're here to make money. Speaking of DC, uh, DC sent out a notice to all their freelance artists that they are not allowed to sell digital art of DC characters uh, or to mint NFTs. If you're not f- uh, familiar with the whole NFT thing, uh, non-fungible tokens, it's kind of this weird digital thing it would take an hour to explain it, and it wouldn't be me because I don't understand it either. Now, could I get the but, original copy uh, of that? No. Uh, no. No. Never. Why not? You get a link to it. You can click that link anytime you want. That link is yours, baby. Yeah. We sent you an email. What more do you want? Didn't you get the email? Yeah. That email also costs a uh, million dollars. <laughs> yeah. A nice little uh, answer to this. Artist Sean Bonner, uh, who does NFTs, has created an NFT of the DC letter. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> wow. That does yeah. kind of elevate it into art. That actually... Whew, that sucks actually a little bit. <laughs> and to end this segment... on, on the, the, the only thing that this episode needs more of, as far as I'm concerned, and if you think differently, I will harass you to death, um, is more Zack Snyder's Justice League news. <laughs> More about the old ZSJL. I hope there's another trailer or a teaser or there will be. some sort of there thing. There will be soon. Fuck. Soon enough. Soon enough. Actually, they're already teasing that the the uh, the gray edition, the the black and yeah. white version of what we've seen. God, yeah. Is, so it's uh, essentially the same edition because yeah. wasn't the original one had no color anyway. 
so they tweeted uh, the Zach the Twitter account for this movie uh, tweeted out I think on March twentieth Zach and Snyder's Justice League J- Zach Snyder's Justice League it's actually uh, Zach and Snyder it's hard to say uh, Justice is gray subtitled Justice is gray. Uh, coming soon to HBO Max, uh, and it was posted with a black and white clip from the Justice is Grey edition, so yes, indeed, there was a teaser. Um, I don't believe that a guy that loves on. Rorschach that much thinks that Justice is Grey. <laughs> I don't buy it. This is the content I come here to co-host a podcast for, uh, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, so that's coming. It's a, there was a clip about like talking about Batman and Alfred debating whether he should be a Justice League or something. Anyway, so uh, they haven't said when, but uh, we'll probably find out soon. There is there was an interview I think recently with with Zack Snyder, and somebody asked him basically like if he would want to do any more, and I think he said I'm pretty happy with just kind of working the movie that we just finished, but I don't really have like a burning desire to make another comic book movie. I'll say. And I submit that piece of news as light at the end of the tunnel, because we're we're just starting this journey together, my friends. <laughs> it feels like so we've been on it for a long time. As we walk through the lights, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the f***? Uh, I had a lot of fun in the news, but all things must, all good things must come to an end. Believe it or not, so I don't know how how are we how are we feeling? What's our energy? How how's our energy? You ask. It's uh, I'm I'm anxious about this. I'm terrified, and I'm I'm already feeling drained. Uh, I'm hurt. I'm a little unsure. Yeah, yeah. I have no energy. Yeah, I could use a little boost myself. Yeah. I'm I'm ready to nod right off. But uh, you're right. I I feel like what do you, what wakes you up? I mean, what better than coffee, of course. I don't know. There we go. (laughs) 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 Well, luckily... And not just coffee. Not just normal coffee. And it just so happens that this episode of Zero Issues Comic Podcast is brought to you by Rosencrantz Roasting Company. Rosencrantz Roasting Company, where the approach is love the coffee you drink and drink the coffee you love, and you're going to love their coffee. That's right. Locally roasted here in Thunder Bay, their focus is on freshness and community. Need your coffee fix? Look into their coffee subscriptions. Never run out of sweet java again. Customize that bad boy for your home coffee experience and get frequent discounts. Frequency discounts, even. It makes sense. And you know what? I don't know that it's a bad boy. It sounds like a good boy to me. Yeah. That's a good boy. There's a heart of gold in there. There's Mm -hmm. a heart of gold in there. In every... No, no, don't do that. It does make sense. And and you can find them online at rnccoffee.ca. They're also on Facebook and Instagram uh, at the username rnccoffee. Uh, there's convenient home delivery. If you happen to live in Thunder Bay, you might. We happen to because that's where we make this show. And if you also live here, you can you can get those delivered anytime. It's fantastic. Well, not anytime. I'll, uh, I'll maybe cut that part out because otherwise be like, I want it at no, 4 a.m. No, no. I want it now. I want it at it's 4 a.m. It's 2 a.m., on a Wednesday, and I need coffee now. <laughs> Why do I need coffee? That's none of your <laughs> business. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Roastmaster, bring me my coffee. Exactly. RNC, I mean, they're fantastic. Very kind people, but I mean, you know what? We have to be kind to them, too, so please don't do that. So, yeah, home delivery shipping options available for online orders. 
Uh, you can They have a lot of community partners in Thunder Bay where you can uh, check out businesses that are selling it there. So, uh, you know, it's, it's very convenient. Um, and the full list of locations carrying RNC Coffee is online at their website. So check that out again at rnccoffee.ca. And since you're listening to this, uh, we actually have set up a little promo code with them. So you can order online with our special gift code. Get 10% off your first order. Uh, just enter the code zero issues, all lowercase, to, to go ahead and get that and get yourself some... Can we bleep this? Some good coffee. It's just... Yeah. It's just good. We're good here. We're great. And you know who else is great? That Roastmaster. Whoa. That, ro- ro- that Roastmaster. Totally. Roastmaster Jamie Nichols, who, yeah. uh, you know what? I uh, I think we should get him to bring some coffee to us right now. That sounds like a great idea. But I mean, like, are we really important enough to get the master of roasting? Maybe at a 10% discount. Oh, well, hey, you can't really say no to that. Can you can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Oh, there, you there great. he is. Okay. There. You sound great. Yeah, here, guys. I brought you some coffee. Here's a bunch of decaf. Oh, <laughs> you're a decaf. Oh, I thought you were a roast master. Uh, oh, fine. Oh, you're a roast master. I get it. Yeah, yeah. He roasted yeah. us. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, yes, that's what I was. I'm a master at roasting everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like we said, this is uh, Jamie Nichols, a uh, roastmaster general of Rosencrantz. <laughs> I, th- I think Baron, Baron, uh, rich fucking coffee baron of coffee <laughs> yeah. was the proper term. Uh, sir, yeah. sir, yeah. this is a family yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is a family show. families everywhere, yeah. yeah. I've seen the E beside the uh, the podcast, guys. Oh, that's on. true. That's true. We earned that early uh, on, have... <laughs> very early on. <laughs> we uh, we have invited Jamie to yeah uh, E for everyone. Come in as uh, come in as the everyman to help us with this yes. uh, Snyder detox, um, <laughs> understanding this movie and explaining and exploring. Um, We'll set oh, up. Jesus, I was supposed to understand it? <laughs> this is an no, important no. job, Jamie, because, like, after the last four to, like, five years, like, there's been, it's been everything you hear about. It's it. So, and every man is an important grounding job. So, I, we really appreciate it. No, no problem. The last time I saw this movie, it was kind of, uh, we walked out of that with Chris. Yeah. And I kept asking questions. Chris, what about this? What about this? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I need some time. <laughs> Leave me let, uh, let me just set, Let me think. Let me, God damn it. Let, let me, me think. The, let me set the scene. <laughs> So Jamie and I, I often go with with Jamie and his partner Jesse. Um, we'll go see these comic book movies together because I'm the comic book nerd. They don't really read comics. They enjoy the movies. They're big movie buffs, but uh, they don't really read the comics. And I'll tell them all the little nuggets of all the extra stuff that happens and what this might mean and what that might mean. And yeah, when we actually saw Justice League in the theater, walked out and I was like, I have no fucking clue what just happened. I got nothing. <laughs> I can't even help you. So, yeah, we decided to bring him in as per- somebody who is outside of the comics thrall of that mm. whole culture to try to, like, did what did you think of this sort of thing? So um, I I have a question to start with. Um, it's it's sort of near the start of the movie. Um, I Only feel one like- question? Oh, boy. 
Oh no, this is just the first <laughs> and one. And also which uh, started the movie. Was it about it being four by three? <laughs> no, that was a really odd... Uh, why? Okay, that's actually a good question. I didn't understand yeah. that. Was it just an affectation? Is it... Like, yes. That's for IMAX. That's it. That That's why that's it was. IMAX. It was for IMAX. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't IMAX. really shoot it with IMAX cameras. They shot parts of it with IMAX cameras. Yeah. They were like the they were like the room where they had the two cameras next to yeah, each other. Maybe they were saving money by not having to edit those that's sides, true. Yeah. right? That's true. Well, I know yeah, whenever yeah. I do a, a video on my iPhone, I always shoot it in IMAX just in case mm. I get to show that it in IMAX, the IMAX theater. Yeah, yeah. So you think if if they yeah. took out those those pillar boxes, Andy Circus is just off to the side eating a sandwich or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. The thing I. I I, we gotta stop this. I gotta even not go down this road, but I'm like, even like the most celebrated director, absolutely the highest on their own, Zach Snyder. whatever, whatever, would never, would never do this. Would never be like the entire movie that we're releasing on streaming has to be, look like an IMAX movie. Oh my god. Anyway, moving on. Anyways, what is your question, Jamie? Uh, well, I mean, I watched the first little bit. I mean, the first bit is pretty, pretty, you know, whatever. They're introducing all the characters and everything. Um, my question is, uh, who is the chick that is wistfully smelling the sweater <laughs> while everybody else is singing this weird yeah. Gaelic sea shanty yeah, thing? Yeah. The sweater's like, never... Um, there, there is, there's a follow-up question, but let's start with that, that one. That scene was is, is seven important... and a half minutes! I know, well, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's like even, that's when Jesse sort of, she she pulled the plug. She's like, I'm done. I can't do right. this anymore. This, <laughs> so, this is going nowhere. So that was actually... <laughs> Leonard Cohen's granddaughter. Really? No. <laughs> She's no one. <laughs> uh, I'll, ex- was, I'll, ex- was... I'll take this one because this is actually, this was Zack Snyder's idea to connect to the horror genre because he actually, this is the beginning of Aquaman in Midsummer 2. Oh, of course. Oh, so, so this isn't the little girl from The Ring or something then? Oh, that too. That also. Okay. Yeah. 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 Listen, this was a sneak attempt to build the most ridiculous cinematic universe of all time. They pulled it off. Midsummer too. Uh, this time it's vet. <laughs> oh no. Um, the, uh, the second question that I have that goes along with that is, um, where does Aquaman get all of his clothes, and why does he leave them on the shore? Uh, because he's, he got some, shirts? he's got some Swedish girl to pick him up. <laughs> well, fair, but I mean, it's like he—I I just seem to remember, like he—he he saved the fisherman guy, dumped him on the table, took a took a bottle, which we really have to talk about is drinking and diving. Mm. Not um, a good idea. But then he, yeah, and then he he cramps, runs off to the thing. He takes his shirt off. So why did he put a shirt on to go dump the guy on the table? To like, I just I don't understand. Like you're, and it just seems like a waste of clothing. That is well, I mean, Jason any Momoa. any clothing covering Jason Momoa is a waste of clothing. Absolutely. Oh, it's true. Get that shit off. Right ain't over yet. Oh, man. I, I must Show say, a beautiful body. Yeah. yeah. And again, not to jump ahead of ourselves here, not to jump ahead of ourselves here, but there's a lot of things, and I'll touch on it more later on, but that I assumed were just weird because of the reshoots for, like, the theatrical version. A lot of that stuff that was like, oh, okay, that was weird, but that was weird because they had to, like, cobble two things together. Like oh, Lex Luthor standing in the pool? A lot of that was in Lex, Lex Luthor, who was definitely in water during that scene. Oh, for sure. Like, that wasn't the worst, like, fade into water effect I've seen. <laughs> it. And Asylum films are just like, no, dude, you gotta do better than that. 
<laughs> you gotta make you me kidding? believe that these snakes are on a train. Yeah. 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 You're releasing this to DVD, straight to DVD, and you're not putting more work in than that? Wait, what? This is supposed to be a... Oh. Okay. Oh. As they all just pick up their notebooks, start taking notes. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. You just gotta do it with confidence. Everybody who makes these movies, they gather up like, we could be so much lazier. It's amazing. I don't think I have any f- other questions right now. Fair enough. Can I just ask, and this this may be a total given as of how we've already reacted, but like, how did we like it? I'll I'll, I'll start in Please. that it, it compared to the theatrical version, I thought it was better in that it explained a lot of certain character things and expounded on yes, uh, like Steppenwolf had more of a motivation. Yes. He actually had more of a character. I was like, oh, okay, that totally warranted. Cyborg totally got much more fleshed out. I 100%... Like, okay, I, I get why Ray Fisher was particularly driven in pushing this. Yeah. Because, like, my yeah. God, so much stuff got thrown out. It's all, it, it, That was a shame. So, But like, didn't Steppenwolf's whole thing get changed? To some like, degree. Like, his whole, like, raison d'etre? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yes. he, so I wasn't imagining no, he no, had no. He had dark side daddy issues and just yeah. wanted to like, Dad, love me! Um, so dark side but... was not like a factor, really. It was sort of like, there. Were, I think they were like trying to like wait later to really go there. To try to be like... Yeah, be, like, it seemed like they were trying set to, up... to do the reveal of him yeah. later. Yeah. Like Steppenwolf is the big bad of the Justice League. He's like, no, he isn't. Um, and I'll have yeah. more to say on that as this goes on as well. Oh, God, yeah. Um, But the idea of, like, that sort of stuff, like, certain problems that were in the theatrical version, I think were solved with this. And you know what? Like, I'm not going to totally shit on this movie in that, you know what? You solved certain things, and that worked better. But the thing is, by doing that and then doing a lot of other things, you created a whole slew of a mess of other problems that, like, just in terms of just general movie storytelling how to tell how to craft yes. a film it was just a big fucking hot mess of like wh- who's the main character who yes. what is the actual storyline what perspective am i looking at um what is your story structure what is going on how many fucking epilogues do you need do you think you're the lord <laughs> of the rings is that what you think is going on? Yeah, the the last 30 minutes was a bit confusing oh for us. Yeah, because it should, have, it should have yeah. taken place two-thirds of the way through the movie when they should have shown, like, oh, this is what could happen. Now we have yeah. – now there, now there are stakes. Now the film has stakes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like yeah. like so many choices made in this movie, you could see an easy solution to the problem they specifically chose. Like if you just yeah. – if you have any idea about storytelling – Every piece in this movie fits, and it could have been great. And the problem is, like, this put the pieces, like, they just jammed them into places that didn't make any sense, and it just became very frustrating to watch. And, like, and the theatrical cut was also that, but you understood that they were trying to literally turn one thing into another thing, so you sort of accepted it. But in this one, you're just like, there's so much here that I'm enjoying, but this is, who did this? Why would you do this? Like, that's the experience of this movie. And in that way, I weirdly almost prefer the theatrical cut, because at least I know why this is happening. <laughs> that's interesting, because from from my point of view, uh, this was a really fucking long movie. Yes! Um, oh, from I had your to take point it of view, in it two was? shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and 
it's a lot to keep somebody like entertained for four hours. Like somebody like me, who's not like engaged no. in like the, the whole universe. Right. right? So I got, I, it took me two sessions to get through it. And I mean, it was, it was, it was really, really rambling. I kind of enjoyed it for what it was, but I have to agree insofar as there was very little focus. You could have cut it off at three quarters and it would have been like done. Well, the whole last part it was of the movie. Really, if you, was, if you took yeah. uh, all the slow motion stuff and just made that into you just, regular yeah, speed, make it, regular speed. <laughs> it would have been two hours long. Yeah. If, I, but if you but there is enough content there that now you can make a cut of this cut. And it might be a good movie. Yes. Yeah. Third time's the charm. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You can combine <laughs> so the two the, and it'll the keep... ultimate director's cut. You combine the two different versions and it's going to keep jumping between what perspective it's shot in. But you know what? People don't really care about that. <laughs> it's true. They love no. that in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can only <laughs> see... I can only see Zack Snyder in a Batman costume and uh, the thoroughly shamed Joss Whedon as the Joker being like, We're going to do this dance forever. <laughs> you complete me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's I the show. Very much enjoyed. I very much enjoyed the reveal that Martha Kent was the Martian Manhunter. I did not oh. see that coming. Conf- confused the hell out of me. Yeah. And here's was, the thing: was, she's actually been Martian Manhunter the whole time. Yeah. yeah. The whole yeah, the whole time. That's the, the whole time. Part. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my I, god. I can he see that even for somebody. It. Somebody who isn't a comic book person that that would be like, who the fuck is that? Like, what? Who? Well, and what they did is they, yeah, they threw that in the middle with zero explanation and then suddenly went somewhere else. And I'm like, uh, I'm really confused. And usually when they do something like that, it's like, okay, in the next 10 minutes, they sort of reveal what's going on. And then it was like at the end of the friggin' movie, I'm like, oh, I, I, cause I had it in my notes to ask what the hell that was. It was nothing. It was nothing. I had to cross it off the list. I'm like, oh, I guess that's (laughs) He said, he said he made this for the fans. And I'm, I'm convinced that much, that was a reshoot scene, I think, actually, because I think, like, they didn't actually make the main movie, so they put that in there. And he made, when he said he made this for the fans, it's literally only for the people who've been following the drama around this movie exclusively for years on end. Because anyone else is like, oh, he's the general from Man of Steel. What? That was seven, that was eight, that was eight years ago. I don't remember that minor oh, character from two from. movies ago, like three movies ago, really, considering and how many have been released in this universe in between. I don't know who that is. Ridiculous. I had nothing. Yeah. But. Either did he. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the weird thing is that it's like you're talking about it, it's servicing the fans. And yeah. this is the question. Like, Give the fans a reach around. Sur- servicing the fans with a reach no. around. Yeah. We uh, should not. <laughs> We should not. Oh, I just got I just got snidered. Um, if, if, if you're making a movie like, <laughs> exclusively for angry fans, you're going to get the rise of Skywalker. Don't do it. <laughs> Commit. But that's you're, the you're, thing. It's like you're crafting your a lane, movie. You have to stay then, in your lane. It's too late. <laughs> and that's why it seemed so disjointed because it was like, oh, I'm just going to cram this stuff in. The fans are going to love this. They're going to love this. And it's like, but I don't know where to put it, but they're going to love it. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they're like, "Oh, I just love that part." And it's weird because I I know people. On, they're on my Facebook that they're posting they were so excited to this thing coming up to it and then when it came out they're like, "Oh, that was fantastic. It was so good. It was everything I wanted it to be." And I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. Like, 
Are you are you on bath I, salts? I, I mean, that's what they wanted. I think I, I think all the fan stuff ended up as a grab bag at the end of the yes. movie. Yes, a lot like, of it. Did. All the stuff that was yeah, like that was the whole end of the movie for me was a complete pile of steaming confusion. Mm-hmm. Yes, like I still don't understand it. Oh, and, no. and I mean, I get that they have like the Than- the Thanos like overlord guy thing and then <laughs> i i like, love that i, mean, I, I fucking I kinda... love that where it's like yeah, yes, dark yeah. side he's more famous than thanos no he's not <laughs> not anymore <laughs> exactly does he not look a little like thanos yeah because he wasn't in any movies oh yeah there's there's a forever comparison between the two i'm sorry dc were you about to eat your lunch because i'm afraid it's already been eaten many years ago <laughs> <laughs> I drink your god's new milkshake. Anyway. Now you got two Steppenwolves. <laughs> That's basically and true, And they fucking though. hate each other. Okay, let's talk about Steppenwolf. Oh, I don't... There's so many choices made. Let's... let's Yes, let's get into Steppenwolf first. You have to start at Steppenwolf. We're starting? <laughs> <laughs> Are we the movie? Because we don't know where the start is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Steppenwolf didn't even come in into it until, like, halfway through. Well, Steppenwolf... I, 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 one of the choices I found interesting, like, Steppenwolf, um, obviously his, his, his role changed a bit because Darkseid was a presence, and the look of him completely was completely changed. Yeah. And I gotta say- The shimmer armor thing, which was like, everybody had that kind of fluttering, I fell into glass in a mirror sort of look, ooh, look at my nipples, they're super sharp, kind of thing, like, I, I, it got a little much- after a while, and the fact that that was the motif through everybody's armor, mm. it was really yeah. Like, oh, I can't, I can't look at this for long. I, it, but at the same time, I kind of imp- appreciate the boldness because it did look very pretty. Um, and I gotta say, congratulations to ninety percent of the special effects budget going towards that and that alone. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you got seventy million to blow, that it, I was mean, gorgeous. You might as well blow it on the this CG, right? Was like it was like yeah. the way it reflected the light in different ways all over. It was like it looked super cool, and then like you literally have some women riding horses on an island, and it looks like the biggest piece of garbage you've ever seen in a movie. Like they don't look like they're on the same plane. They don't look like they're anywhere real. Like literally, you could have had an old fashioned like rolling screen behind them and filmed them in front of it, and it would have looked a lot better than that. And it was in the <laughs> same scene. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta step back. I gotta step back for a minute. So okay, so me. that happens. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, before that, even before that, what wakes the mother box up? Do you remember the alarm clock? Is Superman yelling. Superman, Superman yelling. yelling? Yeah, Superman what? yelled so loud. Yeah, that it made that it made visible rings of air. Yeah. I was like, yeah. either this is a Black Canary sonic scream, or this is Aquaman summoning uh, yeah. clownfish. The, the only thing this movie was missing was it, like, decimating every city between the him and the mother boxes, like in Man of Steel. Every city gets utterly destroyed yeah. because he yelled because well, he Well, really, dying. there was no other... There was no other people in this movie. There was, no, like, very little in terms of bystanders. No. And regular people. And it's weird because, like... The the Russian family from the theatrical cut, you're just like, oh my god, that was like so lazily put in there at the last minute, that was actually kind of sad. And you're like, damn, they got like five dollars to like actually add some element of like them living in a world, and uh, that's mm-hmm. the best they could do. Yep. 
That was weird. Very weird. Okay, what else happened in this movie? Uh, you well, we were, were bringing up that Steppenwolf only appeared halfway through. Right. Um, another thing that only appeared halfway through was Batman in uniform. Like That's he was true. Yeah. Just just Bruce Wayne until probably two hours in. And you know what? It did. It did look better. The Batman costume looked better in this version than it did in the theatrical release. It was it was less right. yeah. it was less brightly lit, but he also had like a weird vocal filter going on whenever he was Batman. Yeah, like, it was not, this isn't I necessary. Feel like it wasn't that bad. It's not bad, not totally. but it's not necessary. No, especially when you're the only people that you're with are the people yeah, who know and who you are. Everybody knows who you are. He's very yeah. loosey goosey <laughs> with his secret identity. But he's just walking around and, like Chromeo. He's got the thing in his mouth, and he looked <laughs> thicker. He looked bigger than I yeah. remember. It just yeah. like he was a big he was a big yeah. dude in the he was, theatrical, but he just seemed I don't know, just seemed way beefier. He was a lot more useful in this movie in terms of like action scenes. <laughs> like in in the first version, he just he would just get tossed around. Like I beat up one parademon. Yeah. Good work, Bruce. Oh yeah. Oh, something is definitely bleeding. But yeah, this yeah. One, he actually like did some yeah, stuff, like, which that was kind of neat. I found really like I found that that Batman was pretty useless in this version. Like he was as just, opposed to the, the guy last that was one? like, well, I don't like, <laughs> I don't know. He's just he's going over to the side of the screen and taking bites of the sandwich. I don't. I, just, I don't even understand. Like he, it, it could have been done without him for yeah. sure. You could have just had Alfred in his place, just calling the shots. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do you want to be nothing. on the team? Yeah, okay, you're going to be on the f***ing team. Get over here right now. And then he'd go. But <laughs> that was totally my Jeremy That was Irons. more of a Gary little, Oldman. Little Brucey needs this. Little Brucey needs friends. He's having a bad time. <laughs> I'm going to make this happen for little Brucey. Master Wayne, do you want to come out and play? On that note, actually, kind of going back about how like ridiculously jacked, my favorite moment in this entire movie is a weird one. It's like when they go to like that base... And they're like talk ahead of time, and then it starts playing the dun, 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 dun. and it's just like that a came slow, twice. It's a slow shot of like it, there's the four of them at that point. I think the four of them at that point, or four or five, and it's like like Ben Affleck, like swole ass <laughs> fridge Ben Affleck walking up the stairs slowly. <laughs> just looks like he can barely move. It was like behind the scenes footage, like oh you're filming this from below so they look powerful, right? It's like no. We're filming this from on high, so he looks hilarious. <laughs> and we're going to play, like, some metal, like, Go into goo, kick some ass! And it's just, like... And it's only one second, but it's, like, it's beautiful. But that, I noticed... I, uh, one thing that I really noticed, and it's a Snyder trait... I have a list of Snyder traits that were, like, on full force and on full display in this. And the first one I wrote down was the reliance on musical interludes and little bits. Yeah, And that that particular dun, 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 guitar bit was twice. Yeah. They used that same guitar yeah. bit twice in, yeah. in the same sort of thing. Like, look at them walk, here they come, off to Taco Bell. I don't like, it was just, <laughs> what the fuck is... <laughs> we got this from the security camera. Well, that's like, you know, Wonder Woman has like a musical, she has a musical sting that's like associated with her, where it's like that, but they also put in like, let's also give her like a Greek chorus. It's like, you know what Wonder Woman needs? Wonder Woman, you didn't have any theme songs a couple of years ago. Now you got two and they're fighting for screen time. The song is good enough. You can do that Xena scream once for emphasis. 
It's like it's like it's like a fuck in a PG thirteen movie. You can use that very ridiculous like. Ah! What was this One movie time. rated, by the way? Does it have a rating? Oh, I don't know. There was a bit more blood than the theatrical. Uh, it would have been R. Be- there was more. There was multiple multiple Fs. It's rated R. There were three. As soon as you do two, it's a, it's okay. rated R. So there were three three F bombs. So and that again. I get, like, the more I think about it, the more I get, like, the, the, this is literally, I don't know if I already said this, I'm, we're already so deep in this that I don't know if I said this already. <laughs> Wait, you wanted structure? Oh, God. Come You're on. not getting it here. Uh... <laughs> we should have little title cards suddenly yeah, pop yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. in the middle of an audio podcast. But you get, uh, like, yeah. why the those executives <laughs> walked out of this movie, like, the rough cut of this movie. If it's anything like this, they walked out and they said it was unwatchable, apparently, and it's like... Yes, nobody is going to sit yeah. through this in a theater. But, nobody is going to sit through this in a theater. If they're watching the it in their house, is, they're fine. This thing, this cut that we watched was not what they oh, would no, have watched. Because like how much reshoots and how much sure. extra shit did he do? You're so right. So it's like, I, I'd be super curious to see what they saw and how much was actually done originally. Well, we're never going to see it no matter what. So stop asking, please. Please, <laughs> I want the original Snyder cut. No, no. Original Snyder oh, cut. Hashtag. But a lot you you can tell where stuff was put in. You can tell where stuff was added after the fact. Like it was, it was actually fairly obvious. So the bones of this thing were still so self indulgent, and like clearly you couldn't release a regular like superhero blockbuster movie length PG thirteen movie into theaters with much of the footage that was filmed here. And you know he was just like, no. This Justice League movie that's going to be like the big payoff of the universe you're building is rated R. And they were like, no! (laughs) You know? Like, so much of this, you have to have been like, he probably was like, no, this is what I filmed, this is what I want to release. And it's like, we can't do it. Like, it's just like, this never, this is never going to happen. And he's like, the 15-year-old boy in me would have loved this. Yes. Uh, but the 15-year-old boy wouldn't have been able to go see it. And the 15-year-old the theater, you boy exactly. of you doesn't have any money. And he he thinks that mini wheats are yeah. good because of the frosting, but really, it's because of the whole weed. <laughs> the 15-year-old boy also doesn't have any directorial abilities. So. Yeah, as opposed to the adult version of you who is... <laughs> the Snyder Traits. The reliance on musical interludes, which were also like just he he loves pop songs. Like when you watch Watchmen, he just loves yeah. sticking those pop songs to have like placement of time. And he's the best music video director of all time, but he just won't just do that. He just has to he has to be like a filmmaker who just peppers his movie yeah. with these like really cool music videos, and you don't know why this is happening, but you're like, okay, and you're like, too much pepper. Mm-hmm. Again, with the Gaelic sea yeah. shanty thing. Yes, like yeah. it's There you go, yeah. Oh, look, it's Leahy on the shore singing to Aquaman. <laughs> there you go. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. There's the slow motion, of course, which was, like, on full display. There's oh, yeah. so much of it. And just every... It was a bit tiring. Oh, my yes. God. Uh and even mixed in with the slow motion, but oh, it, it was the deep, meaningful stares and poses. Yeah. Like she, he just loves those 
uh, like that extra pose. I heard even somebody talking about, oh, I fucking loved that Aquaman when he's, that pose he does when he saves that fisherman and he's on top of the boat. I'm like, okay, but then the 14 other poses that Aquaman did, did we need all of those? Like, it's that, no, that, no. that balance. It's not special anymore. No, no, you you take it away when you when you do that. The moving cameras and the dynamic sweeps yeah. of all the cameras, like things moving over top, always doing this. There's like there is a certain craft of like controlling the perspective of of the viewer, but when you just do that all the time and it's dynamic, it's meaningless. And epic. Every, it you just take it away, yeah. Even the slow mo, uh, because they use the slow mo to really like show the flashes speed. I would say not not well. Yeah. But I mean, like they, Kyle's got something to say. Uh, Kyle, you look like you've got something to say. Sorry, do you? J- just on the topic of the flash, uh, and I I do sort of want to segue into things that we maybe liked about this movie. The Flash's running yeah. was 40% less goofy in this than it was in Justice League, probably because it showed less of his body while he was doing it, so he didn't have the same, like, blurp, blurp. Yeah, the same wackiness to it. And I, I, I appreciated that. <laughs> just just for the listeners, we all did it on the camera. We all just yeah. did it on Zoom. Everybody just ran like the Flash. Warped our arms around. Look, I've got noodle arms. It's much like that Wonder Woman scene where, as I read on Twitter, one of my favorite Twitter jokes was just, like, Wonder Woman just, like, vaporized somebody in front of a bunch of children and then turned around to a little girl and said, you could be anything you want to be. Wink. Um, but, like, <laughs> oh, even in that scene, the, the, speed was, the speed was different. They adjusted the speed from the footage. I, ha- yes. I have a question about that yeah. scene. Okay. So, so do I. She spent a whole lot of time saving the, those children from bullets and the guy with the machine gun and all that shit. And then she turns around and she blows the front of the building off onto the spectators down below. Yes. Shattering them with rock, yes. et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, was it really necessary to blow the guy into bl- oblivion? I don't know. These are Zack Snyder superheroes. So, I mean, that's... Yes. Have you seen Man of Steel? Yeah. Yeah. All right. There, it, yeah. I f***ing hated that show, so I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> so the answer is yes. Their, their heroism, their heroism is selective. It's like, oh, I'm going to save <laughs> this one family, and I'm going to, like, murder to save this one family, but the thousands of people I literally just flew through at super speed doesn't matter. They don't matter. They weren't They weren't part uh, of SAG. That hasn't improved. <laughs> okay, I, w- I would like us all to say something that we liked about the film. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's it, like he's the teacher in front of the grade four class. Uh, Just as a, as a bit of a palate cleanser, what's something that we liked? So, speaking from the non-comic initiated, I did find that overall the movie oddly made more sense. Like, you could follow it. It was really fucking long, but you could... It, it, there was a story... I don't think there was a, you know, there's a lot of problems with the story and the way they did it, like, i.e. no focus, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, you could follow the story and it goes from beginning to end and there's, you know, there, there's an end goal. Uh, if you cut off the last 30 minutes or so, then it makes even more sense. But um, yeah, so I liked that. I liked that it actually made I didn't come out of it going, what What about this? What about, what? like, I don't understand any of these things. There are still lots of those things, but they weren't critical to the movie. Right. Um, like, I'm glad they took out that, Whatever that 
thing was with the Flash and Batman in the first movie. I don't oh, know what yeah. the hell was going on. He came back, and he, they alluded to it in the movie, which I thought was also stupid, <laughs> because you just alluded to something and then dropped it. I'm like, so you just said this, and then you walked away from it. It's like, dump this steaming pile of turd on the floor, and then walk away. It never comes back. Like, I don't know what that was all about. And you never will. I still don't, so. And I assume that it has something to do with the future. The right? bad so. future. If I can tag in, actually, yeah, that's a good uh, segue for me because uh, I, I found myself enjoying quite a bit of it, actually. I was just like, you know, it was too long. I, I kept most scenes, even especially early on, I was like, you don't need this, you don't need this, you don't need this. Like, it's not really doing anything for the plot or the story or the characters. It's just taking time. So I think yeah. economical storytelling is something you really need to do, especially in a movie like this. You have all the moments you need. Those moments are good. Like, there's a lot of stuff in that that was, like, actually, like, well done, but there's zero restraint that actually lets you pull those moments off. So it just sort of, like, tanks the whole thing just based on the sheer self-indulgentness of it. I liked a lot of it, but um, kind of like you were saying, though, like, the, the, there was this, these things where, uh, and, and you might not have heard, I don't know if you heard the episode where we talked in the news about the leaked storyboards for sequel ideas. Um, let's say, I'm not let's say dig you missed into that it. one. You can go back a couple of episodes. You might have missed that episode. Yeah. That's okay. So <laughs> what happened was, and I was watching this, and me and my wife were watching this together, and uh, and we were both like, okay, I'm trying this. This isn't bad. And like, we had complaints, but we're like, this is better than the other two. Like, this is like the best one he's done yet. But then he would plant these very obvious seeds that proved all of like where this was going. Like, you can see where he's setting that up. And if you know where all of this was going, you will not have a good time anymore. Because, like, there's really stupid, horrible decisions, and you see them, him setting those up, and, like, a lot of the stuff that, like, made no sense being in this movie was only in it because to set up future sequels and what the, where he wants the story to go in those future sequels, and it is heinous. Like, like you know it's gonna go somewhere awful. <laughs> so, like, even then, I was, like, actually, like, oh, man, like, the cyborg stuff great like i really like cyborg sang in this movie it was like really good every bit is good like i understand ray fisher like fighting tooth and nail because it's like yeah that material is amazing for your career uh the justice league movie that came out in theaters not great for your career so yeah you're gonna want that material out there i get it 100 percent. even stuff with the flash worked a little bit better like a lot of stuff that was sort of like they're just rushing through it just to get this over with there's good material in there but I know what would come next. No, it's it's you see it and you and 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 that's the weakest part of the movie too because they they're just shoving that stuff in there that does not belong in the story, doesn't help the story at all, and goes to some really dumb places. And that's a part of this movie now, <laughs> and you can't escape yeah, it. Here's here's those things that are never gonna come to fruition, but I'm still gonna keep them in anyway. Yes, uh, but also yeah. just to fire up a fan base so that they demand that there's Justice League too. Exactly. This that's, whole that's, thing that's feels job security is what that is. This, the, this <laughs> movie's release doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like a scheme. Yeah. It feels like an advertisement for him to get another job. Yeah, but it, it always has, though. It always did from the start. I expect, like, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is in a bar cooking up the next part of this scheme right now. Like, that's how I feel after watching this movie. You gotta admit, I played this stinking city like a harp from hell. <laughs>
Okay, so for I've already kind of said of a few things that I liked, but it was and it's and it's similar to what you guys are saying of just the character build. They they did expand, especially like Cyborg, especially, and that really felt more more complete. It, it felt like you understood that character way better. The Flash as well. There was a couple more, a little bit more back sequence sort yeah, of like history and, and him, like him and I. Yeah. And, and he yeah. got to meet Iris. And, you know, it's it's that sort of bit. So, and oh, Iris being... Iris being, in the comics, the love of his life. Is yeah. the girl who was in the that's, car. That's, that's the, the girl, the, the girl okay. in the car who got okay. flipped. It's that it's just someone who was in a car accident, but he saved her. Yeah, they, they do not explain no. any of that. They just throw that in there, and it's just like, okay. No. He looked more longingly at that hot dog. Very romantic scene. <laughs> Slow motion, music playing, a wonderful music video. The, these two lovers finding each other are surrounded by wieners floating in the air. Very normal. Yeah. Yeah, lots of glass, etc. Yeah. yeah. Glass wieners. <sighs> Bye, Menon. Slow mo like dog, though. My favorite character in this movie was slow mo dog. I just want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I did like uh we'll, we'll talk about Dark Side, but yes. I did like Desaad. I yeah. kind of li- I liked seeing Desaad. I was like, "Cool, this is a character that I remember mostly." Like, I didn't I I've, I've read very few comics where Desaad is featured at all, but I remember him from like the the Super Friends Superpowers show, the right. cartoon, and he was on that. I was like, "Oh, great!" And then seeing Granny Goodness was actually pretty fucking cool. But she didn't do anything. Characters, she just Jamie, stood there. that are like very a more they're more <laughs> yeah. obscure villains. They're like the henchmen of Dark Side. So, like in that scene where you get to kind of go into the Dark Side world on Apocalypse and see all the parademons, and then he's got a couple of his generals beside him. That's who those were. And it was just kind of cool to see them because they actually looked pretty good. And I was like, cool, I get to see those. That's that made me happy. Uh, a goofy part that was my absolute favorite part in the whole movie. Movie, and I am. I, I hope we have the same thing. I hope we have. Did the you same watch thing. the Goofy movie? Because pretty good. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> I I am not positive if this is actually in. This could be in the theatrical cut. Theatrical cut too, but it just seemed. I don't know. It just seemed more momentous in this part. Was when Superman's returned. He's with Lois. They've gone back to Kansas, and uh, Martha Kent drives up, and she walks up and is like. Is it you? And he goes, it's Meemaw. And I burst out laughing because I was like, it's Meemaw! Meemaw! Because <laughs> you said Ma. Yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard, I actually rewound it, went back to that spot so I could watch that again and yell, it's Meemaw! Meemaw! <laughs> Meemaw! That whole scene was the weird... The, they kept the stupid smell thing in there and I couldn't figure that one out. I don't understand the you smell good thing. The guy's just been buried for a couple of months, and like he hasn't showered. He's he got dr- back. He got back. Yeah, okay. got back a sense of smell. <laughs> yeah, that was just a weird. I Very strange. Very well, strange. when when he died, she went smell blind. Uh, the other yeah. the other thing about that particular scene was I couldn't figure out how uh, Mima got there so quick. Like, how did she know he was alive? I like how like, she's not sub- Mima. Um. <laughs> Well, because she was secretly Martian Manhunter. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that explains it. There you go. Martian Manhunter. This, Mar- is, this is why I come to this podcast, to get those... Uh... Martian Manhunter actually killed Martha Kent and just took over. Yeah. And are we suggesting that, like, literally Lois has not talked 
to her boyfriend's mother once since he died? Yeah. Is yeah, that what this suggests? Because what is the, I find what is that the time implausible. Frame? Even by this movie standards, implausible. It seems like it's been like at least like several months. Or yeah. not, because his corpse yeah. is pretty like <laughs> it's not rotting. Yeah, it's not decomposing. But it's Superman. <laughs> is he gonna decompose? I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's he's really immortal. They, he was they just had... jump started. They just hooked him up to a car battery and jump started him. My other the, okay, then like was Martha like packing up the house because the bank foreclosed on it the same time that they were having his like open casket funeral in her house? I don't I don't understand this. This is actually really co- bothering well, me. It, it was a twofer. It was a twofer really, yeah. for yeah, the yeah, bank, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can come in and ha- see the open casket. The moving guys were already there to carry the coffin out. You need good pallbearers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to take yeah. something as you, you go out? This stuff is for sale. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of an estate sale at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're all monsters. Correct. <laughs> you're um, you're all Steppenwolf. I, oh, <laughs> I have a question about the big Omega symbol. Yeah. That's Dark Side I'm assuming symbol. that, sorry, that's the that's Dark, dark Side, side symbol. symbol. That's his so symbol. So what was it it's doing in this? Because that's like, what, it's that's just, a good question. That's what big bad guys do. Just put their symbols they, on they it. Okay, so, so the big, like, the big weird, like, spider webby sort of thing that he hit the ground with a hammer and that came out yeah so when he got to earth and he did that he was like oh so there's this thing called the anti-life equation and it's like it's this thing that dark side is obsessed with where it's like if he if he gets the equation he can figure out how to conquer the universe yeah so thanos and got it yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> bingo i am inevitable and he found it on Earth, of all places. What are the odds? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean. So now he's like, I'm gonna, I'll be back, maybe. I don't know, we'll see. So the bad guy lands, creates this big red symbol that's like hundreds and hundreds of meters long, just for shits and giggles? It's comic book, never mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, it's almost like you should you should explain this. Uh, he did it to look cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. It's weird, because, like, you have four hours to explain all the things that are happening, and you don't take them. That's interesting. It's an interesting choice. Continuing. Going on. Of- I liked... I did like Cyborg's little punchy arms that sort of came out sometimes when he was yeah. trying to deal with Superman. Little punchy oh, yeah, arms. He's a Goro. Hilarious. He's a Goro. He is a Goro. Uh, one question that did pop up, uh, like, the mother boxes were on Earth at the time of, like, the Themyscira and gods. They were battling, and they defeated Darkseid. Mm-hmm. And then Darkseid leaves. So did they just misplace the map and not know where Earth was anymore? Yeah. Why would he just come back? Yeah, I mean, there's so many places. Yeah. They're it, like, we lost. All of a sudden, we, we discover that, oh, the, the mother boxes, they're on Earth, where we left them. But we didn't know where they were. But they're here because that's where we left them. Yeah. We went to go get them, but we left. Wouldn't them. it have been safer to give one to the, like a Green Lantern? Look, you've never lost. You've never lost your keys before. <laughs> All that is left is to inform my fleet commanders to. What's that? You forgot your keys. Um, when Batman goes to his ship and he's looking at all his suits that he gets to wear and they're all coming out to greet him or whatever, 
why does he pick the smallest one? Like the there was a whole bunch of like armored ones. He, like he was knew he was going up against something. Well, like big. Superman is uh Superman, right? Like in his ship with like the the things that open oh. up and and yeah. y- they they look a little suggestive. What his costumes are coming out of, if that's what you're referring to, the same thing. <laughs> but but I couldn't figure out why. Like I mean, there was like a, a like a a nice big armored one yeah. or really th- like I mm-hmm. like why not choose that one? Because uh, he's because, in mourning for himself, because, so he thought he'd go for black. <laughs> yeah, because he wore a black costume in the comics in the 90s, yeah. and everybody loves it, yeah. so that's, that's, that's the, it. Uh, okay. that's the I mean, only reason. And you know what? In the in the, in the the gray version that they're going to eventually put out of this, where it's all in grayscale, you aren't going to be able to tell anyway. <laughs> yeah, really. This one was what, in And sepia? I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, and, you're and so like, right. This, this, that's his preferred version, and you, something doesn't ma- makes less sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jamie. Just so you know that we we talked about this before you came on the show. There is a gray version coming out. Yeah, it's gray. What they're doing a version that's in black and white. What the fuck? For? So his, so his, yes, Snyder so already. That I can't get because, like Kyle alluded to in the comics, <laughs> it was like a regeneration suit that healed him up because he wasn't a hundred percent yet after coming back to life. That's happened, or he wore it as oh. an alternate suit to like differentiate himself from like another Superman. Like that's happened. He just like literally came back to life, has a new chance at life, new hope in front of him. He can save the day. He can be the hero finally. And he went through his ship of costume things. They're shaped very suggestively. <laughs> I cannot help it. I have to acknowledge it. And and after the Man of Steel like rocket dildos that fired people into the sky i'm a little i i got a lot of questions i got a lot of questions and i'm sorry so veiny he i'm not i'm not a weirdo for noting this it's right there it could not be less subtle anyway meemaw continuing thank you meemaw um thank you meemaw so he just goes down thank you people he sees all of these perfectly good costumes it would probably be more useful and then he just looks at like the black one is just like hell yeah metal just like superman um and that's just what it's he... like there were action figures designed for all of them There's, yeah. there was like an arctic infiltration superman there was yeah. net capture superman yeah. buy them all there was a color changing one where you dip them in cold water He's hyper color. You just rub him, and he changes color. Charcoal. It's charcoal um, gray to black. That's uh, that's the Snyder version of that. Toy. Gun metal. Gun metal. Gun metal. Gun metal. Uh, Good. My 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 question is: They spent a whole lot of time talking about the bat ship. Yeah. So this stupid thing that wouldn't fly, and it had software problems, and they're fucking working on it the whole time. Which is it's like okay, and they spent a long time going back to this and back to this and back to this, and they never they they dropped them off, and then it got blown up. Yeah, who cares? And then it picked them up at the end. Like, I mean, it was a non... Like, they spent a lot of time building up what it was supposed to be for, and it was going to be, like, the thing that... And, I mean, all it did was give them all the people that could fly could have carried everybody there. And let me just say that that is a metaphor for this movie. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> saw I the say? movie, right? <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm trying hard not to do comparisons, especially considering how desperately insecure these movies are in the world of, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But, like, I can't quite get the Quinjet working is some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. plotline shit. Not the Avengers movies, because who cares? Who cares? <laughs> okay, so it wasn't just me. No, I'm glad. it was not just you. <laughs> All right. So so to lead us into the final segment of this, I just want to play a clip of uh, my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the movie. All right? 
Okay. That was just Wonder Woman saying, all right. <laughs> all right. That was still in there, too. Like, all right, like my shit. man. That was, it sounded uh, like shit. That was all That was all. Yeah, still but like Aquaman, Aquaman and Wonder Woman come out of this pile yeah. of rubble, and he's like, all right. And she's like, all right. Yeah. I do enjoy that, actually. They're like buddy cops that had to team up, and now she's like learning how to loosen up. That's good. There are a lot of moments I loved. I'll, 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 I'll tell you. You know what should have happened is they should have, going back to your, uh, your ship thing, is that Wonder Woman should have just made the ship invisible. Ooh, right? Right. Hey, she could have done that the whole time. Ridiculous. Oh! Continuity yeah. error! Oh, they rebooted. Oh, they rebooted in between. Yeah. It's DC, right? So yeah. whatever. Oh, Meemaw. You caught Meemaw in the reboot. <laughs> Meemaw in the reboot. Uh, dark side. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Merc. 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 Thanos, I, I must. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I pass you the conch. He's the big bad. Yeah. He's the man. He looked great. I thought he looked. It was. He looked the part. But he, yeah, he's got his, that nice concave chest. Yeah. <laughs> his his big sequence, and he got his ass handed to him immediately. Immediately. Like, okay. Would this not let let me just let me just do a, a call out? Well, you know what happens to Dark Side when he gets hit by lightning? Same thing as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just do a call out to next week's episode. It was kind of a wharf effect. Ooh. Ooh. Join us, join us if you will. Yeah, tune in next week to get that joke. You're um, but you're you're right about just, that. Like that's like just totally. He's the big bad, and he yeah. just he. he I, I saw the axe coming down. I was like, oh, it's going to shatter. I'm like, no, it just cut through his clavicle. What the hell? And then they drag also, him off. Like, oh. That okay. moment was literally just Thor versus Thanos in Infinity War, except many years yeah. later. That It was identical. Yeah. I thought, like, oh, did they mean to make this the exact same thing? Because yeah. he, You know what? Like, yeah, Ares should have gone for the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the, that's the thing, too, is, like, it's, it's like... I have a few qualms with this. A couple. Um, one, I mean, like, you first see Darkseid, seeing the etching of him, like, when like, when Diana was looking for, like, clues or whatnot, as, like, whatever. She saw that drawing of him. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was more intimidating than this scene, for starters. Yeah. Which is not great for the first film appearance of Darkseid. That should hit you like a brick wall. That should be like literally like, oh, you have no idea what you're in for if you're not starting at that level and uh, did not succeed. Like I think in the theatrical mm-hmm. cut, they they subbed out Steppenwolf, right? Like Steppenwolf attacked Earth. Yeah, that's better. That, that's that's, that's totally better. Yeah. Because then that, better for it, the stakes of the movie and the universe. That's a million times better. <laughs> and it would have played into actually his character that they developed more later, where he had yeah. failed. And he kept, like, trying to get back into Darkseid's favor. And the whole thing of, like, oh, I couldn't do these things, or I failed you, or I betrayed you, or whatever. Um, There's instead, automatically... it's like, here's the big bad. Here's Thanos. The first time you see Thanos, uh, he just gets an axe in the and head. Yeah, he, and he, he spills coffee on his shirt. He just eats it. Here's a ham sandwich. Back to the tent. It's like I'm gonna do a kickflip, and he falls on his head. He slip. He yeah. He slips on a banana peel, and he, his pants fall down, yeah. and everybody sees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts crying and just runs away. <sighs> yeah, Granny, goodness, hold me. He's running away and also farting at the same time with that Stella <laughs> sketch. 
You guys promised you weren't going to laugh. I, I knew this was going to kind of come up, the idea of different interpretations of the characters and understanding the character or doing it in a, taking it in a different direction. Brian and I, especially over the years, have had very differing opinions of like dark and light kind of versions of characters. And I I am totally embrace the darker ones, and that works really well. Bri really likes the brighter, more hopeful and positive sort of side of it. Um but this, like, it just completely did not understand half of these characters. It just, and not even for the whole movie. It'll just be suddenly you have like one sequence and we can yeah. even jump to the epilogue because that was the one that just embraced this, like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, that yeah. epilogue was, <laughs> was way they too long. You could have ended that. Uh, yeah. yeah. You could have just, like, Peter Jackson got a hold of it and just. In a way... Oh, this was worse than the last couple of episodes of Game of Thrones, like, where, like, (laughs) nothing actually fucking happened. Oh, so bad. Um, I... And, like, I, as, again, as the, as the non-comic went, like, I'm sure that this was, for the people that know the comics, this is like, oh, right, this is what's coming up, and I'm like, but for people like me, it's like, uh, okay, what the hell, where did Lex Luthor come from? Like, I don't really know, like, suddenly he's in it, and suddenly the Joker's there, but he's different than any other Joker, and they're on the same side, and like, and then who the hell is Wilson, and why is he suddenly on one side, and now he's on the other side, and it's like, I, the like, next I'm scene? sure there's reasons. We just met him! We don't care about him! They haven't met yet, and we're seeing, like, them, like, kill the Batman, is like, I'll Two do it. Two different sides of him. And then, like, now we're friends! What? He's had two haircuts in two scenes. You never interacted before now. You've never interacted before now. I have no emotional connection to your relationship. What does this mean? Yeah. yeah and yeah. again, and for I, it was the most confusing thing of that entire movie. I'm just like, And I'm that's done. where I'm that out. whole thing, the idea of uh, here's uh, crafting a movie and telling a story versus just playing to the fan. Let's throw things in. This would be really cool. This 15-year-old kid's going to love this. Let's throw in Deathstroke. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but it doesn't make sense. And you're not explaining anything. And you're leading into a movie that's never going to happen. The thing that's killing me about that is specifically is like this is like desperately seeding future sequels because... This is like all the people who hate Marvel movies at their worst will will crap on Iron Man two all day every day because it's just de- desperately setting up future sequels. Like we're gonna drop this and this yeah. and this, and then it's all gonna pay off. This did it way more and way worse in that regard, in my opinion. Yeah. Trying to set up its own sequels, like it was clumsy. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I didn't really mind Iron Man two, but uh, see, from my point of view as a moviegoer. Yeah. The way that Marvel dropped hints about the future in the after credit stuff. And yeah, I'm sure there was stuff in the movies, but it wasn't so overt that it didn't confuse the average moviegoer. Um, this, the after scenes for a lot of the, uh, non comic book people were sort of like, uh, no idea what that was. I had to get Chris and to that, explain and every single exactly. one of them. That's <laughs> why I was there half the time. I would lean over and go, yeah, this is what this means. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, I mean, those movies were crafted in such a way that the whole movie made me feel like I watched a good movie. And it's like, I didn't really... So if I missed the tidbits, eh, well, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't really need them. This one was like, you just confused me for the last 35 minutes of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it did. It did nothing other than confuse me. I'm not excited about anything to do with the future of that enterprise, as far as I can tell. Yeah, they they should have put the the last, the whole epilogue part, they should have put it after the credits. And then there's a chance that you wouldn't have seen it, and you would still have that precious time. 
to do whatever you want. Sleep, <laughs> stare at a wall, watch paint dry, whatever. Yeah. That's not where that's where that belongs. It's like not part of the actual like main narrative here wherever you find it. Yeah. That was 35 minutes I'll never get. No. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and even just the idea of like I I'm not one that hated the Leto Joker as much as a lot of people did. Whatever, it's a different take. Go with it. Okay. But then to I have actually him, liked it. To have him there, well, because he was in the Suicide Squad, there was a slightly different version than you saw in this. This version, I was like, okay, you've changed him around. He somehow got detattooed. That's because in an apocalypse, that's what you do. You don't get more uh, tattoos. He's wearing makeup. You get lasered. <laughs> you get lasers to take off the tattoos. Because everybody knows in Mad Max, they all had tattoos going into the end of the world, but they all got them removed. But then to have him yeah, offer of a reach around to Batman, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then specifically to have Batman respond, I'm going to fucking kill you. There's, right, wait, does the Joker R, right? think that yeah. he's the top? Because he's great. the bottom. <laughs> I just got that. I was like. Wait a second, that's not how a reach around works. How would that no. work? Does the Joker think that he's fucking Batman? We're thinking about this now. We're thinking about this. <laughs> this is why there's an E on this podcast. The deal, the deal. And this is, uh. Yeah, E for everyone. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> and this goes back to the thing of, like, not, that I was, I started with, with not understanding the characters. That is the most blatant part of, you don't understand Batman, because that is the core of Batman. He watched his parents die. And he so fucks he's the out, Joker. And then he, he fucks, fucks the, Joker. the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> well, it gives a whole twist yeah. on the idea that his first identity was Red Hood, I guess. But, um, mm. uh, um, yeah. oh. But the idea that he, he sees his parents die, so he is like as a bastion for justice to save people so they don't die, and that he never uses a gun, never kills anyone. That's the whole point. He doesn't want people to die. And then he turns and says, I'm going to fucking kill you. They broke that, they broke that a movie ago, though. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, didn't not he use a, a gun a lot in this movie? Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, gunman. He, he picked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like criminals guns are, are, are a cowardly, superstitious lot who are afraid of guns. So I shall become a gun. <laughs> a gun flew through his window. I, I always like. I don't know. It's I, I can't get. I can't get into the depths of how, why that also bothered me. Uh, but I all I'll say is that I agree. Jared Leto's performance, like, was that. People liked that. Apparently, people really liked Jared Leto as the Joker in this. They liked it a lot. They loved it. They said it. Was, a lot of people were saying I it's did. the best Joker appearance interaction with the Batman of all time. And oh, I, I don't know about that. I I don't know about that. I either. thought it was bad. I thought he was very bad and not acting well. And the thing was shot so lazily that I wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> also, it was the end of a very long film. I don't think it was horrible. I didn't hate it, but I didn't. I yes. didn't like it. It wasn't. It wasn't something I'm celebrating. It, it's passable, but it was just fucking confusing. I just. I don't like his Joker, and this did nothing. He just sounded like he was just some. He was just doing a Joker voice, like a, some dude doing yeah. a Joker voice who thinks he's funny, and it's like this is what you went method for. 
This is what you have. All right. Okay, Jared, I guess we're at your one-man show. He went method acting for a two-minute slot? Well, more for the original Suicide Squad, probably. Yeah. Well, but isn't it, isn't, anyway, yeah. I, I think, wasn't it, it was different Joker, essentially, wasn't it, though? An who, act knows? Is different. who knows? Who yeah. knows? And who knows? <laughs> I don't know. At who this knows? point, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's long, a good, that's a good place to leave it. We don't know. We just don't, we don't know. know. <laughs> We're like Cyborg when he first discovers that he can, like, jack into the internet. We're just sort of looking at our hands. Confused. Very confused. Or the first time he has those little jets and he starts to fly on the roof and then just slams into the ground. And then he's like, Jesus wept. Which is great. Which is great because I also remember the first Iron Man movie. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. We're approaching the running time of the movie that You're preceded right. this movie. You're right. So we You're need right. to go. You're right. You're Way right. too long. You're right. Way too long. <laughs> to, to those that made it to the end of this podcast with us, thank you so much for joining us. And now here's the dark future of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait for the Rob Schneider cut mm-hmm. of this podcast. Ooh. You can't do it's it. It's raw. It's raw. But. Rob. Well, th- th- thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you Thanks for being for here. Us. Hey, it, hey, is there anything you'd like to plug? Knowing full well <laughs> that we've also done a coffee ad. company? <laughs> no, anything else <laughs> you'd like to plug. <laughs> what the hell is coffee? <laughs> coffee? What's this coffee, coffee? stuff? I've never heard of it. Eh? <laughs> Hopefully you can use some of the material. If you have to cut me out completely, go ahead. No, we can't. No. You're, you're integral through the whole thing. It'll make no sense. <laughs> yeah, we would just put <laughs> a CGI you're character fine. You're in fine. there. Right? Yeah, well, in a movie this long, it's kind of rambling movie, so you're just rambling along. Uh, All right, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm Merc. Merc? Oh, well, I'm Bri. I'm Jamie. I'm Kyle. (laughs) And we're all here. And this has been a very special episode. (laughs) My headphones just started (laughs) dying. (laughs) They couldn't take it anymore. Shoot me in the face. Let me just say, uh, the day this came out. Episode over. Episode over. I'm hitting stop. (laughs) I had a root canal done, and I wasn't sure which was worse. Ooh. (laughs) Ouch. Now I'm hitting stop.